This is Mike Corey from ESPN, and you're listening to the Sports Objective Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates. All right, we're ready to go with offensive coordinator Ivan Jasper. Wags, you want to lead us off? Yes, I will, Strauss. Um, Coach, you and uh, Coach Niamatololo spoke all last week about being more physical and about establishing the fullback dive. You were able to do both. Can you talk about that? Um, it was a good day. Um, obviously, it was good to see our guys, us come out and play Navy football. Um, it was an important game for us, important game for our program. Um, but also, it was good to get off to a great start. Take the first drive down, you know, you know, eat up some clock, go down there and uh, put it in the end zone. So it was a good start to the game. And then from there, just, just continued. The guys played physical. Uh, we took care of the football. Um, you know, great decisions uh, all around. Uh, it was a solid night for us, you know, and hopefully we, uh, we can build on that and uh, keep, keep this thing, this momentum going. Ivan, anything in particular that the offensive line did differently or better than what they had been doing to date? I mean, they just seemed to really come off the ball. They established a new line of scrimmage downfield and, you know, really created openings. The fullback was getting four and five yards a pop, which is exactly what you're looking for. Um. It was just a gut check, you know, um, got embarrassed, um, our pride hurt, you know, um, got hit in the mouth and we had to answer. Um, it's like anything else, you know, when you, when you get embarrassed and get your butt kicked, man, you always want to, uh, want another chance at getting, going out there and uh, making up for, um, you know, rectifying things. So that's mainly what it was, it was more of a challenge to our guys up front. Um, Coach Nehemiah, you know, got after those guys in the team meeting about, um, you know, just uh, being a physical football team, being a physical old line, where it all starts at. So they, they, they took it personally and they came out and, uh, and showed up. And how do you make sure this, you know, continues to progress in the right way? Because you all have been somewhat inconsistent and you got to put two games together now. Exactly. Um, just, uh, just got to continue to coach, um, you know, st- stress the fundamentals, stress the issues. Also, just first, uh, again, just stressing going out and playing Navy football. Um, yes, it's been inconsistent for the year. But we finally came out and um, – play the game like, like we normally do, eat up the clock, be very, very physical, and also score points when you do that. It's always important to score points when you eat the clock up. So we did that as well. So just a matter of continuing this play. Um, when you get a taste of it, you want, you want to keep doing it again. So um, got a big challenge this weekend um, against a good uh, ECU football team. Um, we're going to continue to stress the issues and continue to, you know, take our baseball bat mentality and get after these guys, and, and uh, they, they'll, they'll respond. Last for me for now, um, Coach Neil Matalolo reached quite an impressive career milestone, 100 career victories, and we spoke to him, and he's you know, obviously said yesterday that it, this is a program thing and all so many players and coaches and support personnel involved. But you, being a longtime friend of his, known him so long, how happy, proud are you for Coach mm-hmm. Neil to reach? You know, that's a really a major milestone, 100 wins for any head coach is pretty darn good. You know, when you work for a person that's, that's been, you know, so good to you, um, your family, um, on and off the football field, you know, and again, we're good friends. So just you can't be happy for a person. He deserves everything that comes this way. I know he's very modest and doesn't want to accept anything, you know, pushes everything off uh, to the players and to the staff, to the staff. But, you know, the reason this program is, is doing what, what, uh, as well as it does because, he builds it that way. Um, it's all about treating people the right way, treating players the right way, treating coaches the right way. Again, giving us balance in our lives. We're able to go home and see our families and sleep in our own beds, you know, and come in refreshed, you know. So um, his blueprint for his program, um, he's followed uh, for as long as he's been a head coach and uh, it's paid off.
um, for all of us, you know, just again, for us to be, to be, again, I'm going to keep saying it, husbands and wives, because that's what he always tells us. I'm again, I'm just truly happy for him, you know, and I hope we can get 200 more, you know, and that's always the goal to keep, to keep winning football games. It's a, it's a great accomplishment. Um, uh, truly and truly happy for him, you know, as a, as a coach to coach and as friend to friend. So, uh, I just want to continue to do the best job I can to, uh, to keep, you know, putting out a great product on the football field to so continue to win games. Bill Bergman. Hey, Coach, I don't know if you know the answer to this specifically, but at ECU Stadium, uh, 500 yards averaging for offense, 66 points a game. What clicks for you guys down in that stadium? No, nah, really, I'm, I'm not. They want to get into any of that this week. We try not to even mention that to our guys. You know, yes, we, we play well going down there. You know, but I don't know, man. It's 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 just we've just played well. I don't know if there's anything about the about the field or anything, man. Um, but definitely, we want to continue that trend. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, but we just just tried to not say much about it this week to our guys. Um, we just need to go out and uh, have tunnel vision, focus on our assignments, focus on our, our game plan. And again, so just like when we ask, ask we got to keep this thing going, man. We can't keep going up and down, and we got we got to stay consistent, you know. And obviously, keep raising the bar and keep playing well. So, yes, it's been it's been really good going down there to play, and uh, hopefully, uh, the trend continues. And then Nelson Smith, what really impressed you about him on Saturday? Well, I mean, I've, well, again, I'm gonna go back to just the way he's handled things. Um, you know, he was a starter, you know, last year, and then Jamel came out of nowhere. And, you know, and I won't say Nelson was an afterthought, but Jamel Jamel got all got all the praise and rightfully so. The kid played great last year, but Nelson never complained or anything like that. You know, so I think for me, for more than what he did on the football field Saturday, I'm just more impressed with the way he's handled it all the entire time. He um, didn't get his head down. He um, he kept working. He even supports Jamel when he's in there. I mean, Nelson was one of his biggest fans. You know, so but again, happy for him. This was his, his. This was his kind of football game, and he ran that way. He was a very, very physical kid. Um, again, he's probably the fastest kid out of his stance that I've ever seen in this offense. I've ever seen. And we've had a lot of good football players. This kid gets out of his stance into the line scrimmage as fast as I've ever seen. So, um, we played that way. And again, for him, um, just hope that we can continue this one-two punch with those guys. Their reps were about the same, you know. So I think we got a good formula with, with those two, and we'll continue to push this thing forward. Thank you. All right, my man. Gary Lambrick, I know you have a question. You're on mute, Gary. I'll go ahead and go to Dave Richmond, then I'll come back to Gary. Go ahead, Dave. Coach, this is Dave Richmond from the Sports Objective. We cover East Carolina. <laughs> I wanted to ask you as far as the East Carolina defensive line, there's a lot of uh, there's talent there, but a lot of inexperience, a lot of new players this year. Just want to get your thoughts on them. Well, you know, it, it, for us, it doesn't really matter, you know, um, what's on the other side of the ball as far as, you know, experience. We got to take care of who we take care of. Um, again, some, some players can be young, but they can be really good football players. So we don't know what to expect going down there. Um, yes, they, they lost a lot of guys off of last year's defense, but the biggest thing for us is just to focus on, focus on Navy, on our offense, um, being assignment sound, um, and playing good football. So, um, again, we played well when we gone down there. We're going to continue that trend. And, um, again, whatever lines up across from us, we're going we're going to be who we are, play physical and get after it. Anything else, Dave? Thanks. Thanks. All right. Uh, Gary Lambrick. 
All right, let's try that again, Ivan. Sorry. Uh, doing this piece on uh, C.J. Williams, and uh, I just want to ask you for starters, when you just consider all the obvious ways, the big play ways uh, he, he contributes and, and the way he blocks and everything about his personal makeup and what he brings to your table every day, could you sum up just what, what that young man means to this program? Well, he's a... He's a silent assassin, man. I mean, he, he, the kid doesn't say much of anything. You know, I, I say he's one of the coolest guys on the football team. This, this guy's just, you know, I mean, I caught, I think I called Miles. I think he's, he's Butter and, and, and CJ's Margarine. They just, just, uh, two, two really smooth guys. But again, really good football player, a really good football player. Um, again, very unassuming. You know, not this real big guy, you know, not a blazing fast guy, but the kid just makes plays. And the big thing about CJ is he's consistent. Um, I'm thinking the kids ever had a bad game. Um, he made one of the best, one of the best things last year for him was uh, in, in the Army game, Malcolm's, they Malcolm's first touchdown run. No one is, I don't think any A back could have did what he did when he lined up and they fired a corner. And he just really subtle, just turned out and just leaned into the guy and just, and the guy tripped over him. But that's what, what he does. He's a very savvy football player, very smart. And he's just been rock solid for us, man. Rock solid for us. Um, has always showed up. Has always been consistent. Um, plays very, very well. Makes big plays, as always. And I'm just happy he's on our side, you know. And, um, and again, senior year for this kid. Um, great family. Great football player. And I hope we can finish this thing up strong for him and all the rest of the guys. You know, when you look at, at the recruiting of this kid, I mean, he had some Ivy choices. He had some other offers light offers maybe almost offers d1 and i know there's a lot of five eight guys that are fast out there but playing against that kind of six a competition in texas and and doing the things he did on tape how does it like that not even get recruited by the other service academies not i'm not telling you tee it up and blast army but wow. i just can't believe you didn't fight or fight for him with them you know yeah i'm, I'm not worried about those other two guys i'm just happy <laughs> playing for us you know um yeah Again, I, I don't know what their philosophies are, you know, but we just try to find kids that fit our system. And again, yes, would you would you want him to be, you know, a super fast kid? Now, if he was a super fast kid, he might would have got those power five. He can go play slot for anybody, just like Malcolm could have. Malcolm could have been a great slot at any power five school, you know. So, but um, we just try to find the kids that fit our system, fit our makeup. But most importantly, again, see what kind of people they are. You know, um, it's always great to see them on paper. Uh, yes, he can make plays, um, good player and all that. But now when you go meet the kid, want we'll to see what kind of person they are, you know, um, again, around his family, um, how, how they treat his mom and stuff like that. All that stuff comes into play before we allow a kid to come into our program because coaching my wants to bring in good people and he fits everything about wh who we are. And I'm happy the other two guys didn't look at him, you know, so I'm <laughs> happy he's here. Well, you know, and given his his obvious ability and it's, it's eerie how he might not just he might get two or three touches a game and the yards per touch in his career uh, are, are remarkable in this playing against that league. And, you know, every year, the army game, the Notre Dame game, and he finds ways to get open to find space. And that's, there's something special in there. Yeah. Again, I say he, he's a, he's a savvy football player. And, I noticed this one time last year, uh, we went to visit uh, with the uh, with the Patriots. I hope I say it's the right way. Um, now, outside of Gronkowski and all those guys, you know, some of their skill, some of their skill players, you know, they weren't this, you know, you think they say guy that's all muscled up and they were just like regular looking guys. But 
they're just great athletes, man, and great players. You know, you, you think you want to see a guy that, you know, all muscled up and chiseled out and all that. But some of the guys were just, were just regular guys. But when they get on the football field, they were just good football players. And that's kind of how CJ is, you know. Again, not a big kid, you know, and again, not intimidating or anything like that. But when the ball comes this way, he finds a way to make a play. When the ball's in his hand, he finds a way to make a play. When the ball's not in his hands, he finds a way to make a play for somebody else to make a play. So complete football player, my man. And again, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just happy he's wearing navy blue and gold. Thank you, Ivan. Pleasure. Thanks, Gary. Wags, any follow-ups? Well, going back to something Phil mentioned about your success against East Carolina as a whole, in particular down there, um, obviously they have struggled against the triple option. I don't know that you can count on that this year with this staff is much more uh, knowledgeable of the option, the D coordinator, the head coach, uh, even the D line coach, their head coach is saying the D line coach has a lot of experience Mm -hmm. in option football. Can you, discuss that and the fact that you're probably going to be seeing a little bit different approach. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, when you go into a game, you, you're going to have your plan. Then when a game starts, you got to start formulating different things. Um, like last week we had a plan. We, we come out on the very first play and it is nothing what we had worked on. Maybe, maybe two snaps of what we saw we had, we had did last week, you know, so the game plan, we had to just basically rip it up and then go uh, make adjustments. So, I'm um, going to this game. I'm going to see it any different. Um, would they play the same way they did last year? Who knows? We just got a game. We just got to take care, take care of who we are, be assignment sound, just make sure our kids know where to go so we can execute. Um, again, yesterday they have experience uh, playing this offense. Yeah, and we can't expect going down there and, and, and scoring a lot of points like we've done before. But we have to go down there. We have to play maybe football. We got to take care of the football. We got to score points. We got, got to find to have one point that, at the end of the game, have one more point than they do, you know, so – We'll find out. All right. Anyone else? All right. Thanks, Ivan. All right, guys. Appreciate it.